You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Killifer. And I'm Susie Hunt. And we are continuing our month of early 2000s horror with episode 182, Darkness Falls from 2003. It's an hour and 26 minutes, and it is one of the elusive PG-13 horror movies that we've discussed many, many times before, proving that you can still have a solid movie with PG-13. Uh, it's directed by... <coughs> yeah, Maurice can, can eat it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, director was Jonathan Liebsman. Uh, he directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, which is one of my most. Now, I want to call bullshit on the IMDb trivia right away. What's that? Because they had the tri- thing about how he did not want to do a horror film. Yeah, oh, yeah. To start then, off his career. And then his next movie. His next movie was Texas Chainsaw at the beginning. But he did, he did go on to do Battle for Los Angeles, Wrath of the Titans, and some of the Halo TV show. So he did go to kind of sci-fi. Yeah, I'll give him Halo. Yeah, I mean, I never saw Battle for Los Angeles. I didn't want to. I never saw Wrath of the Titans. Didn't want to. And I I fucking hate Texas Chainsaw the beginning. Yeah, well. I know, you dislike this one, you. Is that the one? I can never keep them straight after, like, three. Uh Uh-huh. Is the beginning the one where she inherits? No. No, No, that's, that's, it's the prequel to the remake. Yes. This is the one where they were like, we're going to do a prequel to the remake, and instead of actually giving you, like, oh, I don't know, the information on why the town was so fucked up, what happened, they're like, old Monty lost his legs this way. Sheriff Hoyt got his teeth punched out at this moment. Like, who the fuck cares about that stuff? You know? Yeah, they all get a little muddled in my head. (coughs) And rightfully so. Um, Just going to apologize to listeners now. I'm getting over a head cold, so I might be coughing a little bit here and there. Uh, so apologies ahead of time, but the cast for this we have Kyle played by uh, Cheney Clay. He's dead. He is. He passed away in his sleep, drug overdose. Yep. Oh, what his father his tried father to say was sleep, sleep apnea. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to believe your <clears throat> kids are doing something fucked up, I guess. But. And he was in Hollywood. <laughs> Damn, you guys are in rare form today. You're both just hating on everything. Coming off of a three day weekend, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to just tell the listeners now, these two are hating on everything. That's right. We're still raging from the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. My gardening extravaganza. Uh, But he was at Legally Blonde, CSI, The Shield, and Mr. Blue Sky. Then we have Caitlin, played by Emma Caulfield. Uh, She was in Beverly Hills, 90210, General Hospital, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Once Upon a Time, and WandaVision. You only know her (laughs) from Buffy. True. Maybe WandaVision. Yeah, Yeah, briefly. Those are the two... Buffy's really the only important yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Michael, played by Lee Cormie. He was in Worst Best Friends, Picnic at Hanging Rock, and Preacher. Uh, then Larry was played by Grant Pirro. He was in Finders Keepers, Witch Hunt, Crocodile Dundee, in Los Angeles. I didn't even know that was ex- that existed. And Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which is one I would love to get on here. Uh, then Matt is played by Sullivan Stapleton. He was in Witch Hunt, Satisfaction, 300, Rise of an Empire, and Strike Back. Mm. What? You didn't say my favorite thing he's been in. What's that? Blind Spot. 
I don't even know what that is. It's a TV show about a woman who shows up <laughs> in Times Square mm-hmm. all tattooed with oh, these, like... Lady Sif? Yeah. I can't think of her name. It's Lady Sif, yeah. but yeah. And then she's, like, left naked in a body bag in the middle of Times Square, and then she joins the FBI, and they go on these... I almost said problem-solving cases. <laughs> they go on these problem-solving <laughs> adventures. And she's, anyway. and she's naked throughout the series. No, she's oh, not. Oh, well. <laughs> she forgot how clothes worked, huh? They're, she's all tatted up. Ah. Yeah. She's like uh, uh, Mila Jojovic in uh, Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Yeah, she wears band-aids. Band-aids <laughs> on her bits and pieces. No, nah, I've never seen that. But, uh, yeah, so let's go around and see what everyone thinks. You forgot about the only big-name actor in this movie. <laughs> Anthony Burroughs? No, <laughs> Emily Browning. Yeah, but how, what, what role did she even have? She was all She, she was, was young She Caitlin. was young cat. Yeah, but come on. She's, like, she's the best actor. <laughs> that was literally like four <laughs> minutes of screen time. I... I remember, I'm trying to cut the cast list down to the main players you only. You can't forget about the best actor. <laughs> uh, her, her moment was forgettable. Or <laughs> Anthony Burroughs, who was the Tooth Fairy, and this was his only role ever. Hence why uh, I didn't put him on the list. You didn't make the list. <laughs> so let's go around and see what everyone thinks, because I'm starting to feel like I'm going to be the completely odd man out here. Maurice, since you've been very adamant about disliking this, what are your thoughts? Well, I didn't care for it when it came out in 2003. <laughs> Blasphemy. And watching it critically, I don't care about it. Oh. It's bad. The acting's terrible. The story makes no sense. They never explain why this Tooth Fairy's going after anyone. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> do they? Yeah, they do. Why are they going after the, the Because young they kid? burned her at the stake? Be- because because not because they burned her. No. Or they why hanged they, her. Sorry. Why is she going after these kids specifically? Because she specifically said that the town would be forever cursed by her. What she took, what she once took in kindness, she, she would forever take, take, take in, in revenge. revenge. So it's just these two kids. No, no. It's literally anyone who looks at her. Remember, she said you can't you can't look at her. If you look at her, she'll kill you. Well. It's, it's the Freddy Krueger syndrome. If you live on Elm Street, you're <clears> fucked. <laughs> If you live in darkness, false or fuck. They didn't do a good job explaining it. <laughs> Alright, first of all, she's afraid of light, mm-hmm. but yet she's flying through the thunderstorm with Thank bright you. bolts of lightning. Thank you. But she's fine. But, oh. but the lighthouse is what does her in. I kind of wish Corey was here. <laughs> I do too, because I'm feeling a little lonely here. <laughs> um, the music was terrible. That god-awful fake... 103.3 The Edge Rock Oh, music. come on, that early 2000s, like, God Smack Static X kind no, of stuff. No, th- this was worse. This was like Creed. Don't you dare, <laughs> dare Sully Wayne. Rest in peace. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, you're really not a fan, huh? It's, it's not a good movie. And then they had to use 11 minutes of credits. <laughs> Just to make See, it now, a, a theatrical release? Now I got a bone to pick with you then. <laughs> You're the one that's always bitching. This movie, they're, they're too long. Why has it got to be this long? It's so long. It's too long. Now I give one that's, well, that's I, short and you're yeah, like, it's, it's too fucking short, yeah, you fucker. Because I have to sit through 11 minutes of credits. You didn't have to. <laughs> if I had the time to do so and the wherewithal, I would go through all of our recordings and just splice together every time Reese says, it was long. You know what? It was really long. It was too long. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. All right, fine. I'll put it this way. It was short and sweet when it ended. 
Oh, blasphemy. All right. Wait so a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, he's not done. He's speaking peace. I'm done. All right. <laughs> fucking lightning would have killed her. This is okay. what I like it follows, folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Um. Mike, you know I love you like a brother. <laughs> Corey, you're my sissy. It's a fun movie, but you really can't pay attention to it. There are so many fucking things wrong with it. He is he's taken off to a psych hospital for look, my hands are already on my hips. <laughs> oh, I, I do have something. I let me just finish real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that truck showed up at the end, how the fuck do you know they were right there? That's all you gotta say. About. I, I, okay, I, I no, I got I got I got a logical answer for you. Oh boy. I do. I have GPS? Logical answer. Nope. It was the early 2000s, and name me an early 2000s horror movie that doesn't have someone ramming something with a fucking truck and saving the day. Sure. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> it's called trending in that's, Hollywood. That's not a logical explanation. <laughs> that's made of Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> exactly. All right. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> So he gets carted away to the psych ward. Okay, let, 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 let me back up. I don't think at first. I think he went. He was a ward no, of he, the state. He, he told everyone he was, but then when the police were talking about it, they said he spent nine years in a psych uh, psych hospital. I was a prison. So all these kids he grew up with. It's twelve years later. The bulk of the movie. Yeah. And so let's okay. Let's say they're. Because they don't look any older than like eleven, twelve. Like that's a middle school dance. Yeah. First of all. Not even I was the creepy chick that wanted to kiss the boy with the bloody mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's just, ew, gross. That's how, that's how you get the vid. <laughs> that's how the vid started. Well, this was many years before that. But I think this was SARS. Yeah. Yes, this, was SARS. this was the SARS era. They weren't in Canada. They were fine. So 12 <laughs> years later, and now there's a lawyer. Where the fuck is Kat's mom that she's like the sole taker care of? Her oh, brother. Michael. Yeah. She knew exactly where, like, no one talked to, what's his face? Well, she even said, you're a hard man to track down. So, so how, she just eventually found him in Las Vegas? Yeah. I don't buy it. It was 2003, phone books were still a thing. And, and yes, like Maurice <laughs> said, for, for a creature that is so sensitive to light, mm-hmm. well, how the fuck is she flying around <laughs> in, a, in a thunder and lightning storm? Okay, vampires are sensitive to, to, to light as well, but they can be out in all sorts of moonlight and lightning and all that. It's sunlight. Yeah, well, it's still light. The operative word is sun. Yeah. They <laughs> it's the prefix. They, they said she was afraid of light. They didn't say that she couldn't be in it. Because, we, yeah, we see her in the light in the hospital multiple times, too. Yeah, the stairs. Fuck yeah, that. But she you always ran away from the light. She, she, she moved scared. quickly through it. No, she's scared. You guys are nitpicking. <laughs> I just, I got, it's a fun movie, but it is, it is so flawed. I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> reserved for It Follows. <laughs> One of these days, I'm just going to lose my shit on both of you about that movie. He's going to start beating us with a coffee mug. I'm just going to start following you guys around. <laughs> He's going to poison our food and just make us watch it for like 34 hours straight. How yeah, you, not even 24, 30. How, how, how are you feeling? <laughs> I you got shit. <laughs> so that's, just wait, that's, it'll kick in eventually. That's my initial take on the movie. There is so much fucking wrong with this. I fucking unapologetically love this movie. Love it. It is one of my favorites from the early 2000s. I think it is a perfect Halloween movie. Like, this is one of those movies I love to watch around Halloween. It's it's spooky without being, like, 
terrifying. Like, I feel like I can watch it with Caleb, no problem. You're right, it's a it's, Halloween movie. It's horrible. <laughs> I also want to say, <laughs> on the spooky factor, mm-hmm. there is, like, the, the concept of the movie. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I, and think of kids. Like, I have a right. friend who has twins who are eight years old. Right. And they are terrified of the thought of... <clears throat> Even though, like, typically you say the the Tooth Fairy is like this magical princess, mm-hmm. but an old hag coming in your bedroom window and stealing your teeth, like, yeah. and then when her mask breaks, all the teeth of the children she's kept for hundreds of years. I don't know if it's all of them. There's only a handful. <laughs> and the one. Well, go on. Go on. I, I will give it that, though. Mm. The concept of the evil Tooth Fairy was... Mm-hmm. It's creepy as shit. They could have done more better with it. I'm glad they went the direction they went, because have you guys seen the original costume? No, I heard it was, ter- I heard oh. it was terrible, though. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Didn't Doug I didn't Jones... see it, but I... Doug Jones was supposed to play the yeah. Tooth Fairy, but the costume looks like... If you were to tell a Hot Topic employee in 2001 to draw an evil Tooth Fairy, that's what it looked like. You know why Doug Jones didn't play the Tooth Fairy? Because it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> Okay, now you're blaspheming. Stan Winston did the damn designs. Now you are blaspheming one of the greats. Because he's the one that did all the designs for the Tooth Fairy. I said it was a fun movie. There's a lot wrong with it. You're just blaspheming the greats. And I knew Maurice would get a kick out of me saying that about Doug Jones. Happy belated birthday, Doug Jones. They don't have any taste, folks. Um, (laughs) No, I absolutely love this movie. I wish Corey was here to back me up. Um, because this is one of those movies I will watch again and again and again. And it's short, and that's the thing. Your budget is too short. I'm over here. That's perfect. Oh, I'm not saying it's too short. I'm glad it ended when it ended. You can't win with this guy. I'm just saying. You can't win with this guy. We all agree that the music was (laughs) god-awful. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, pretty much most horror movies in the early 2000s, it wasn't great music. No, because it was all, like, made-up fake it, it was, was all that. like, let's sound like you said, 103.3. Let, let's do something generic that sounds like it. Like, what was it? Was it Blair? No, it wasn't Blair Witch 2. That actually had a good soundtrack. They actually had a good soundtrack. Yeah. What was the one? Was it? It was Follows? It? <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Um, <laughs> no, I think it was Venom. It was, it was some early 2000s horror movie. Not, not the what, good Venom. No, no, the, the voodoo snake yeah. Venom. Um, it was, there was something, it's, it, almost sounded like Marilyn Manson. It, w- it was like Harold Cranson or something. Like. I thought I thought we did another movie that they sounded like Marilyn Manson. Man-Thing. Man-Thing. Man-Thing yeah. is another one. Yes. That's another early 2000, 2003. Yes. <laughs> Fucking weird shit where they're like, let's just make fake music for this. But anyway, I personally love this movie, even though these two chuckle fucks don't. Um, Ooh, she said that's was, a new one. She said, she said it was fun. <laughs> she said it was fun after razzing it and like pointing at me about it. Follows. I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it again, but... Oh, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we're going to watch I, it later when we're tied up. I, you're damn Mike's right. Gonna take... I'm going to go back and forth between it follows <laughs> and darkness falls. Mike's going to lock us in his office while he's at work. <laughs> you guys have seen Clockwork Orange. <laughs> just give me a knife so I can slip my You're going to have your eyes primed. You're going to look like Mojo, just eyes primed. Nope, that'll be Reese, and you'll do an opera to me. You'll take pins under my eyes. <laughs> like, watch it again. Oh, God. So yeah, I'm definitely odd man out here in the fact that I adore this film. Now, 
much like many, many other films that I love, I can look at it objectively and see where the problems are. Like, yes, there is a ton of, like, logic leaps where it's like, oh, let's, you know, th this must have happened to you. It's happening to my brother. Like, she she connects those dots too damn quick. Um, there's a couple moments like that. And like you said, Larry becoming a, a lawyer that fucking fast, like 12 years later when he was like 11. He's no Doogie Howser. Yeah, but and the boy looked like he aged an extra 20 years. Yeah, so. he, he didn't look yeah. like he was like 22, 23. <laughs> no. And then there was, what was his name, Ray? Or, I just called him oh, Drunky McDrunk. Oh, Ray McTowney? Yeah, I just called him Drunky McDrunk or uh, something. I wanted to beat the fuck out of him myself. But that's the thing, like, he didn't look like he was no 20-something-year-old. No. He looked like he was 40, <laughs> maybe <laughs> at people, least. Maybe people in Darkness Falls live a hard life and they age real fast. Oh, maybe it's like Valentine Bluffs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just living hard, working in a mine. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the basic story for this movie uh, is that the town accidentally murders a kindly old woman, and uh, she curses their fucking town. So it's Matilda Dixon. She's uh, she's an old, like an old maid living in the town, and uh, she's known as the Tooth Fairy because she gives kids a, a gold coin for their teeth when they lose their teeth and she eventually uh gets caught in a house fire and gets all burnt up and she's so like her skin's super sensitive to sunlight so she only goes out at night they even say that you know the moonlight is fine so she goes out at night they don't mention anything about lightning also oh my god you too. also they're discriminating against her she's a burn victim yeah fuck them yeah, no, she is. But that's the thing. And then she would wear this porcelain mask to, to hide her visage because she was so embarrassed of the way she looked. Well, two kids go missing, and the town immediately was like, it's old Bernie Magoo, let's get her. And they round up a posse and hang her, and then the kids come home the next morning like, oh, that was a crazy-ass bender. You know? <laughs> they come home with their two coins. And they're like, oh, shit, we fucked up. <laughs> so they take Matilda, and they bury her body along with their dark secret. But before she hung, she cursed the town, saying, like I said earlier, what I once took in kindness, I will forever take in revenge. So she going to kill them all. She's going to kill the kids, just like Freddy. <laughs> That's the whole point. Also, fucking kids are asking for it. <laughs> They're told not to peek. I know, right? Well, that's a, So, yeah, so right off the bat, we meet, we meet young Kyle. Uh, which was really throwing me because I work with a kid named Kyle, the, the young guy I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. He looks like this guy. So like, Does I, he I, have his working papers? He, he, he's a very young... I mean, he's 20 years old, so he, he looks like a baby to me. But I showed it actually to my, my one coworker, Rosanna. I'm like, tell me that don't look like Kyle. She's like, that really does. And I'm like, a head named Kyle too! <laughs> it's fucking me up! <laughs> he's like wiggling his tooth in the sink and then spitting, I, and then he's like... He was, like, horking up gobs of blood. Gobs of blood and phlegm. Yeah, oh, it was nasty. But yeah, he yanks out his, his last baby tooth. And we see him that night. Now, why does Mom already look terrified? Like, when Mom's saying goodnight to him, she's like, it'll be okay. Good night, my baby. Like, she just looks like something went bad already. Because it's the 80s and he has a Metallica poster in his room. I had to pause it, but you can tell it's Metallica by, like... Ah, the, I didn't notice that. So yeah. they got a Metallica poster, but they couldn't get... Legit music. Right. Well, they couldn't really show the full metallic. Yeah, it was, like, it was like blurry. Yeah, it was like, don't show that. We'll have to pay somebody. Also, Lars will come looking for money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Lars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Napster. 
they're filming and he's, you owe me money. And his mom also looks as old as the mom in Jaws. Yeah, she does. She looks fucking old. But, yeah, I never... And where the fuck is the dad? I mean, we don't really need to know. I'm just nipping. He got killed by the tooth fairy. Maybe he did. But, he lost uh, his last baby tooth after he impregnated her. <laughs> yeah, like we said, it's a weird town. <laughs> <a> weird town. <laughs> he was saving that one for a special occasion. <laughs> but, oh, so yeah. maybe that's how the baby was made. He lost his tooth in her vagine. Oh, God. <gasps> that's teeth! How... That's how the movie Teeth happened. <laughs> oh, vagina dentata. Um, Talk about wrong place, wrong time for the brother. Whew. Yeah, that was that. That movie is uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, so he he loses his tooth. We see him that night getting ready for bed, and then we get the Caitlin jump scare where she just pops up at his window like peekaboo, and he's got dirty drawers on his floor, and he like <laughs> throws them in his clean drawer. She's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." Does he sniff them? No, I didn't. <laughs> at least I I didn't notice that. I mean, maybe. Um, but yeah, so the two of them talk. She asks him to go swimming with other kids at the quarry. And he's, and he's like, like, no, I gotta go to bed. I gotta get up early for practice. It's like 930 at night on a school night. Right. And so he's, he's getting, you know, he's talking to her and then they start talking about the school dance. I already and, told my mom that you would pick me up at seven o'clock. Yeah. And then she gives him a big old smooch and she's like, first kiss shouldn't taste like blood. And then she kisses him again. Well, she liked what she tasted. Mm-hmm. She's a vampire. But, uh, yeah, so she does the whole thing where tells him that this one's special. It's, you know, your your last baby tooth. You're no longer a baby, yada, yada, yada. You're a man and, now. <laughs> she gonna make him a man. How did the mom not hear all of this? After the dance, she makes him a man. That's true. Well, it's the same thing with what, what I said in Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Like, the mom is outside the door and apparently deaf. That's Just true. like, I mean, at least in this, they're kids talking. And Nightmare at Elm Street it was like, oh my god, why are you covered in blood? Whose blood is that? Who did you kill? And then Mom's like, husky pig. Mm-hmm. Like, Even Sidney Prescott's father came right away when he heard her scream. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, so yeah, she tells him, you know, put it under your pillow. And she's like, and remember, don't peek. Now. And he's like. Hmm. <laughs> well, we cut to some time later. He's, he's asleep. He wakes up because he hears that weird groaning sound in his room. Which, isn't it just old people noises slowed down? Yes, it is. It's sped up, it's, sped up. Yeah, the, the yowling is a, an old woman groaning that they sped up. And the, the guttural, like, you know, kind of sound is an old woman groaning that they slowed down. I was like, what poor old person sitting in a nursing home did they just record? Or was it geriatric porn? Could have been. You never know. I'm going to go with Jerry Ezra for Rule 34. It was a lemon party. Who knows? Menomina. <laughs> Folks, do not look up lemon party if you don't already know. Um, anyway, moving on from that. So he hears the noise and he immediately shoots under the covers. And then he reaches out and grabs a flashlight off of his desk. Pulls it under there and he's sitting with the flashlight. You hear her moving around and he decides to peek. You know why? Because he's dumb. He's dumb, and she's like, I'm just gonna sit here longer. (laughs) I mean, if you know the rule is stay under the magic blanket and don't look, and you'll be okay, just fucking stay under there. But no, he peeks, he sees Matilda Dixon, she freaks out, he starts screaming. We see Mom wake up, 
And she goes down the hall to investigate, and then we get the Kyle jump scare as he pops out of the bathroom. He's like, don't go in there, Mom! No other lights in the house? Like, he didn't think to turn on his bedroom light as he ran out? Well, she might have busted the lights. We see her do that a couple times. That's a long-ass hallway to not have any lights. That is a safety hazard. Like I said, she could have busted the lights. We've seen that many times in the movie. (laughs) We didn't see it now. It didn't happen. Well, the lights weren't on, were they? (laughs) So maybe it did. Oh, Sassy britches. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, Bob, don't go in there. And he's like, begging her not to go. She's like, I'll be fine. She's... She walks down the hall. Do, 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 do. That's my song for when Ripley comes running in the house. Where's that from? That's from something. It's it's a take on the the uh, Cantina band oh, from okay. Star Wars. Because <laughs> I did it when we first got her and Beach was over. And he's like... Is that Star Wars thing her song? I'm like, no, it's a little different. I don't need to get sued by Disney. And the mouse will come for it, just like, will... just like Lars. Yes. <laughs> Lars is lined up behind the mouse. She walks in and she's like, there's nothing to be afraid of. Whoa! She gets yanked out of frame. I laugh every fucking time. Because she just gets yoinked right out of frame and the door slams shut. And then you hear a lot of commotion. Mm. It's like, well, she's getting cartoon killed. Mm. How does she kill them? Like, they got she scratches. She claws them up. I mean, see, here's the thing. You see the scratches on the outside. What you don't see are the scratches she put on the inside. Oh. That bony old hand goes somewhere. See, she's like Wolverine. Her claws come out, but they're all teeth of all the teeth she's That's got. horrifying. Oh, my God. You have to draw that. <laughs> that is literally terrifying. But they're sharpened. Oh, my God. Like, she's filed them down, but they're all different sizes, and some of them are serrated. Oh, that's Some creepy. of them are like arrowheads. Actually, you know what Tooth Fairy is much scarier than this one? Have you guys seen Teen Titans Go at all? I've seen the older ones. There, there was a Tooth Fairy in Teen Titans Go who was taking teeth and eating them. And it was this creepy little like munchkin in a tutu. It, it was, oh my god. I'm, it's, I'm sure Shane has seen it. It's I have such a it. creepy cartoon character. But, so yeah, so she, she kills mom, and uh, we see Kyle, like, hiding in the bathroom, hiding behind the shower curtain for some, like, that's going to protect him. That's a nice bathtub. It was. Nice clawfoot tub. But then you hear Matilda, like, rattling around on the wall outside the bathroom. She bursts the door open and then runs out of the, or, like, flies out of the way of the light and is hovering above the open door. Bitch, you can't see the light coming out from under the door. Yeah, maybe she was trying to scare him out. He ain't coming out. What? He already peeked. <laughs> he heard his mama get. Well, maybe she's a maybe she's like Freddie. She enjoys the the you know fucking with the kill. Well, she should communicate that to us. <laughs> My lord, I can't wait till you love a movie next. I'm just gonna rip into it. <laughs> They're doing this on purpose, folks. Because um, it makes it makes for good listening, isn't that right, audience? <laughs> Haven't no. you said that, Mike? That some of the these the ones types were- of. Where we all hate them, yes. Where it's rag on Mike, no. Anyway. Oh, this is going to be a long episode. Uh, So, cut to the next day, where we see uh, the cops are picking up the mom, like, dead body. At least she's in a body bag. I was just going to say, she's at least not under a sheet. (laughs) We see the entire town watching as Kyle is dragged away by the authorities. So... What was he doing that whole fucking time? Sitting in the bathtub waiting for her to go away. I bet he pee-peed himself. I would've. <laughs> like, shit. 
There's a floaty burn victim outside your bathroom. I'd be pissing and shitting. Are you kidding me? <laughs> At least he's got the toilet. <laughs> he didn't get out of that tub. He just waffle stomped it. <laughs> right down the drain. Oh, Lord. But I'm so anyway. glad I don't wear makeup when I come over here. Because <laughs> I just, I, my eyes sweat too much from laughing. Oh, so we cut to adult Caitlin 12 years later at the hospital. We found out that her little brother is uh, suffering from extreme... I always say this wrong. Is that nyctophobia? Extreme fear of the dark? Something like that. I think it's nyctophobia. No. Did they make yeah. that up for it? Like they no, made no, that's actually... Wayland's infraction? Extreme fear of the dark. I think it's nyctophobia. Yeah, nyctophobia. That's what I thought. Because <clears throat> um, I couldn't remember what it was called. I was like, what the fuck is it called? So I looked it up. And the doctor's like, we ran some MRIs, some CAT scans... Fed him some cornbread. <laughs> I was just saying, why did it turn into Sling Blade all of a sudden? <laughs> he ain't got no gas in him. Yeah. <laughs> but, we asked him if he knew where the car keys were. <laughs> so basically, they, he had the blackest eyes. They basically explained that they've run every test they can think of, and there's nothing wrong with Michael. But for whatever reason, he's only getting about ten minutes of sleep, like at a time. Uh, so he's constantly waking up, screaming. He has night terrors. He's freaked out. Oh, and then we hear him scream, yep. and it's because that fucking dumbass bitchhead nurse turned the lights off, and Kate Cat comes in, and the nurse is like, "I'm sorry," and he's like pissing on the nurse because he's so scared. <laughs> he was t- well, and he even says, like, "I feel so bad for this kid." He's like, "It can't be dark. I saw her. It can't be dark." So it's sleep so- with the fucking lights on. Problem solved. He was. They no, turned like, him off at his house. None of this would have happened if he just kept sleeping with the lights on. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, electricity was a lot less expensive in 03. <laughs> I don't know. She also likes to break lights. Just saying. <laughs> so, so we cut to Vegas and meet adult Kyle with his crazy, super bright apartment. Now, you mentioned electricity being much cheaper. I would love to know what his electricity bill right? was. <laughs> because he had a thousand lights he in He had, that like, apartment. fucking grow lights in his apartment. <laughs> like, in every fucking corner of the apartment. Like, dude, I don't think cannabis growing was legal in, oh, no. in Nevada in 03. <laughs> he seriously had some heavy-duty lights then. But we see he's on a plethora of medications and has a nifty collection of flashlights. <laughs> he's, like, obsessively reloading his flashlights like guns. Well, those aren't his guns, if you think about it. That's true. And then Caitlin calls him to explain the situation with her brother. She's like, oh, you're a hard man to find. I'm like, again, like, was he in the phone book? What's oh, my God. <laughs> Who is this? It's Caitlin. Cat. It's Cat. You were going to take me to the dance, but then you didn't pick me up. Oh, I'm sorry. I got arrested for my mother's murder <laughs> and spent nine years in a psych hospital. And Larry brings that up later. He's like, no one could compare to you after you left. It's like. So she got a bloody kiss, and she was like, I'm smitten for life. And then she saw him in the cop car. She's like, oh. <laughs> He's a bad boy. He killed his mom. I definitely want to bone him. <laughs> I'm going to give him my flower. <laughs> and so she basically explains the entire situation with her brother, saying that it reminded her of what happened with Kyle and was wondering how he got over it. And he then looks over at, like, in his apartment, he looks over at a wall of fucking Tooth Fairy drawings. like, yeah, no wonder you can't get any fucking sleep. You have an entire wall of drawings of the thing you're afraid of. Some of those drawings look like, and I don't remember what the character itself is, but the nun. Oh, um... Um, Valak. Yeah, Valak. Valak, okay. Um, yeah, that's true. Maybe that's, they took some design cues from it. 
But um, I mean, much better movie. Like, oh fuck you! <laughs> kidding? No, 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 The Conjuring. Oh, I was gonna say, Jesus, the nun was not that good. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the fact that they're making a sequel to it, I was like, really? Uh, Annabelle Creation was a better movie than Annabelle. Okay, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I never saw the third Annabelle because I didn't care. I don't think I saw the second one. Is where they find her in. That's the one with the the orphans. Yes. Where, okay. And, yeah. Yeah. No. Annabelle Creation was a much better movie than the first one. Yeah. The third one I never saw. Um, but yeah, the Conjuring flicks. I don't know. I I think they're very overrated. Like I like the first one well enough. I don't find it scary at all. I can't wait until we get through so many franchises that we have to do the Conjuring. I mean, I'll talk about them. I don't hate them, but I don't like them either. Like it's they're movies that I I've watched a bunch of them mainly because Jess really likes them, so I'll watch them with her. But like I, I, the last Conjuring movie, I was like, eh, it was okay. Like, oh, was, the devil made me do it? Yeah, I was like, there was nothing that I... There wasn't anything special about it. Yeah, there, there was nothing that I disliked, but there was nothing <laughs> that I really liked. Same thing with the, the second one, with the crooked man and all that. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, that's my problem with the Conjuring movies, is that I like everybody involved. The effects are fine. Like, nothing, is, nothing stands out as that's bad, Mm-hmm. But nothing really stands out as ooh, this is something I need to see again. That tickles your pickle. Yeah, it's a, eh, it's. Whereas right. now the Insidious films, I do like those a lot. Mm. Darth Maul. Oh yeah, Lipstick Demon. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back to this. So yeah, he basically tells her that uh, you know he never got over it. So cut back to Darkness Falls and Kyle coming to see Caitlin and Michael. Like he got there real fucking quick. Too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was like a Batman transition like yes. sequence. You just see a tooth fly at the screen and come yes. back. Out. With the psychedelic background. <laughs> but it's black and black, white, and gray. <laughs> and instead of the doodle, it's Arr! you just hear the old lady growl. <laughs> we so yeah, we come back to Darkness Falls, we see uh, you know, Kyle making his way into the hospital. And I love it, like, there is no security in this hospital. Because he just, like, he's not, a, like, a family member or anything like that. He just walks through the halls and goes to this child's room where there's no one around. And he's like, hey, Sup? <laughs> I'm Kyle. Did you want to fuck my sister? <laughs> I wish he said that. <laughs> but, like, this kid gets way too serious way too quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... You know, the, the two of them talk for a minute, and he tells them about, you know, keeping the lights on and all this, and he gives them a flashlight saying, this is my peace of mind. And then the kid just goes all dark, and he's like, sometimes I think of letting her just take me. I turn off the lights, and it'll take me. I was like, Jesus Christ, kid. It really is how he sounds, too. <laughs> it's like, the kid got super dark, but... It becomes quickly apparent that, that uh, to Kyle that Michael is being haunted by the Tooth Fairy as well. Eventually, Caitlin, co- Caitlin comes in and the two go out in the hallway to talk. She asks him point blank. She's like, so what happened to your mom? <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? I haven't seen you in 12 years. Did you kill her? Exactly. It's like, you know, you'd think that that would be kind of a sore subject. If she licks her lip <laughs> right where the blood was. <laughs> mm. You know, so he tries to explain, you know, that he's like, it's, it's a mistake. I shouldn't have come here. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and now this is where he kind of had, like, she shows him the drawings that Michael did of the Tooth Fairy, and he starts, like, freaking out, and he's like, I gotta go, this was a mistake, I gotta leave, I can't help. (laughs) She's just like, no, wait, fuck me. (laughs) 
pretty much. <laughs> We're talking about the light. Mm-hmm. Maurice, have you noticed how the hospital loses all power, yet the elevator still works? I it was on generator power. In an emergency like that, elevators shouldn't work. You are you are 100% incorrect with the hospital. Ready? Ready? Who am I? No, because I said so. <laughs> I'm right and you're wrong. Who's that? I don't want to say that person's name on the air. <laughs> no, because I will say, again, I've worked many, many, many a night at the hospital when we've lost power and we're on generator power. The elevators still work for emergency situations. So what about the people that are on, like, life support and that's breathing on, that's stuff? That's on generator power. That's got to be, like, a Hulk-sized generator. It is. Like, seriously, our generator is fucking huge. It's, it is ridiculously huge. All right, but Maurice, remember how they lost power and the elevator still were? <laughs> I mean, that's... Again, I didn't find it odd because that's real. Okay, I'll... You know what? I'll give you that. Because you yeah. live that daily. I do. Well, because think about it. If our intensive care unit is on the seventh floor, if the elevators oh, didn't yeah. work, how would we get patients down if there was a fire? Just buy. You, you're going to die. Not what I was thinking. <laughs> but look at those big blow-up things. I just throw them over. Them. No, you would. <laughs> no, you would have to take them downstairs. No, the elevators work. No, if the elevators didn't work, you'd have to smash the windows and hope that there's yeah, a big Yeah, if the elevators didn't thing. work, well, sucks to be them. Oh, Lord. And look, I've told the story before. We've already had a patient that tried that with the mattress. <laughs> the mattress out the window. She tried to wily coyote it and she missed. I'm crying so much right she now. She broke laughter. many, many bones. But did she die? <laughs> she did not. I believe the, the exact term that was told to me when the security guard went to go help her up was I took her by the arm and it, it suddenly felt like a sock filled with meat and broken glass. Hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's horrifying. He's like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, you don't move them. Well, she was on a roof. Was trying to get her down so they could get her help. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was bad. They had to get her down. So, anywho. I believe I can fly. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> um, so anyway, Kyle tries to leave and enter Larry, the oldest 24 year old you'll ever meet. Who's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. At dating Caitlin. And he's like, hi, baby. <laughs> like, puts his arm around her. And she's like, not in, not, not, not in front, in front of Bloodmouth Kyle. You're making me dry. Get off of me. <laughs> so he offers to take them both out to dinner, and Kyle's like, no, I gotta go. And she's like, no, I'm gonna stay here with Michael. Okay, Larry's an asshole, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you why. Kyle's like, no, I don't want to go out to dinner. And Larry's like, well, let me drive you. Now we're at a bar. Well, no, he goes, let me take you at least out for a drink. I haven't seen you for 12 years. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't drink. And he's like, oh, come watch, watch me drink. <laughs> They get to the bar, and he's like, what do you have? And you want a beer? And he's like, I can't drink. And he shows him medication. Medication. He's like, oh, shit. Goes to the bar, and he's like, can I have two drafts? I thought you'd like this one. It's a light. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Kyle oh, just Oh, Larry's a fucking douche nozzle. And then you got, you got Ray Ray up at the bar. Ray Ray, drunky McDrunkerson. <laughs> Who's that? Kyle, remember? What's well, his mama. That, well, that's the thing, because uh, Larry comes over and goes, who, who are you with? And he goes, you remember Kyle Walsh? And he's like, the crazy that killed his mom. He goes, yep, same guy. <laughs> Just walks away. And that, like, enrages Ray. Like, was Ray fucking his mom? Because he's clearly older than everyone else. <laughs> Possibly. Like, <laughs> we were wondering what happened to Kyle's dad. 
<laughs> it was Ray. Ray was his papa. <laughs> papa, can you hear me? <laughs> so Ray gets over there and gets super pissed at Kyle. Like, he takes his drink, he drinks some of it, and then throws it at him. Like, <laughs> take that, and Kyle's just like, I, 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 I don't drink. I need an adult. It's <laughs> like, I gotta go. And then Ray fucking chases him out of the, like, chases after him. First, he's like, come on, you want a piece of me? Fuck you. And starts throwing him around. And Kyle just, like, puts his hands up and walks away as the crowd cheers Ray on for being such a douchebag. He's holding his arms up like he's a gladiator. Like, are you not entertained? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I am all that is man. (laughs) So Kyle goes outside. He's, like, brushing the beer off of him, like... You don't got a towel. That's not helping. You're just flicking at it with your hand. <laughs> I mean, it was also Christmas. <laughs> this is true. But then out of nowhere, Ray comes running out and tackles him over the side of the porch, out into the woods. And they, like, roll down a fucking hill. Yeah, like, where the fuck was this bar located? <laughs> You've been to Maine? Yeah, exactly. It was like a fucking cliff. So they tumble out into the woods, and Kyle freaks out because they're in the darkness, and he can hear the, the tooth fairy. So he just goes into, like, full psycho mode and starts beating the fuck out of Ray, and then runs away. <laughs> and Ray's looking up at the sky like, who is that? And he sees the tooth fairy watching him, gets up, starts yelling at Kyle, this is my woods! Ain't no one gonna get me in my woods! And then it's like, yoink, he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just gets yanked up into She the really tree. does, like, swoop you up. <laughs> But I love his sound because he's like, ain't no one going <laughs> Just gone. And then there's like this big ass search party. Like, Cut like to the he, cops and Larry. Looking for the town drone. <laughs> yeah. oh, meanwhile, Ray's old ladies at home like, just another fucking night. I hope he passes out. <laughs> and also, again, I don't know why we're in Tennessee. I thought Ray's old lady was Kyle's mom. Well, now she's dead, so he has a new old lady. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. She's the new old lady. She's not the old old lady, but the new old lady. No, the old old lady's dead. <laughs> so yeah, the cops and Larry are looking for Drunky McDrunkerson. And, uh, you know, Larry, or the one cop's like, we should split up to cover more ground. Larry's like, ah, oh, is that a good idea, guys? He's like, you're a grown man. You're fine. You're okay. And then a body drops on him. He's like, oh my God, get it off of me. Larry reminds me of Sam Raimi's brother if you got him on Wish. Oh, Ted Raimi? Okay, Ted I, can Raimi, see, yeah. I can see a bit of Ted With Raimi. the glasses, yeah. like at the beginning of Candyman. He's like trying to be the smooth biker. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that scene. Smooth biker lawyer. <laughs> I prefer the condom seller from Blood Rage. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll give you that. Yeah, because Larry's got to sell them before they expire because he ain't getting none. Exactly. <laughs> so we cut to Caitlin and Michael in the hospital. Um, Kyle shows up and Caitlin, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Kyle shows up and Caitlin takes care of him after being in the fight. She's like, oh, you have gravel in your scalp. Takes care of him. Well, she's like plucking gravel out of him. So what the fuck does she do? Is she a doctor? Is she a nurse? Like, she's so skilled with expelling gravel. That's why she's always at the hospital. She's a nurse. I thought you were going to (laughs) say she takes gravel out of people's skulls. Well, yeah, she's a nurse. And clearly that happens a lot in this town. If you cross Ray. <laughs> Don't cross Ray. He'll tackle you into the woods. My and, woods. And tell you it's his woods. Oh, jeez Louise. But, so she asks him what he's been up to for the last 12 years. He's like, can you say it in 25 words or less? <laughs> he's like, um, I got moved into foster care, moved around a lot, ended up in Vegas where I live now, work at a casino. Was that 25 words? 
<laughs> and then um, he asked he asked her if her and Larry are an item, and she's like, "Why do you ask?" He's like, "I don't know." She does like the Sharon Stone from <laughs> Basic Instinct. <laughs> Just slowly unhinges. <laughs> oh, God. So, finally he tells her to not let them run more tests on Michael. He's like, look, I had every test run on me that they could think of. I was stuck with every needle, given every kind of medication, and none of it helped. So he's like, don't put Michael through that. So he he's trying to tell her without telling her, your brother gonna get killed by a magic old lady. <laughs> you know? Suddenly the cops show up and arrest Kyle. So now we cut to the police station where they're interrogating Kyle on what happened with Ray. They find the meds on him, and they, they, you know, we find out that they're all antipsychotics. And this is where they tell uh, Caitlin that he spent nine years in a mental hospital, not foster care. And Caitlin's like, ooh. <laughs> so you're saying he's a wild one. She's like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> I love how she's like, he's a good man. I'm like, how do you know? You literally don't know anything about him now. You yeah. sound just like the fucking cop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, he's a good man. And I love it how it's dad, son and father mm-hmm. working at the police station. Dad! Yep. <laughs> Matt, what is this? I don't know, Dad. The translation of, you know, he's a good man. How do you know? Oh, I want to fuck him. That's why. <laughs> so, the cops are convinced that not only did he kill Ray, but that he killed his mother. To them, it's an open and shut case. Uh, so they lock Kyle in a holding cell, and Caitlin goes back to the hospital to be with Michael. When she arrives at the hospital, we get a literal cat jump scare, where she's sitting in her car, and a black cat jumps on the car like, meow! So, when I was watching this, the two of the cats were on the couch with me. Uh-huh. One was, like, laying down, lifted her head up. When the around. cat yelled? And my cat, my stupid cat, uh-huh. was sitting there staring at the TV. <laughs> See, Rufus watches the TV. The funny thing with that is anytime I'm watching a movie with Nicolas Cage in particular, he really stares at the screen. I don't know if it's a dude's voice, but as soon as he hears it, he's looking up and watching. My cat watches TV. Like she'll sit there yeah. and watch it for Ripley like does. periods, long periods of time. Bella will watch me play video games. She especially likes Don't Starve. She likes the little character. She tries to catch him. Um But yeah, Rufus will watch like when I watched uh what is it, the massive what what is it? The massive weight of Something talent. I can't remember. The, the, bear, the, the bearable oh, I haven't weight seen of massive talent. Yes, thank you. I can't I remember the name of the movie. But yeah, oh, it's a really good movie. You should definitely check it out. But when, when I was watching that, he was glued to the screen the entire time. He was literally sitting on the floor in front of the television staring at it. That's Nicholas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Was yeah, like. exactly. But also when I watched uh, Prisoners of Ghostland. And, and Nicholas Cage is really fucking out there in that one. And Rufus was glued to the screen. Hmm. <laughs> like, he likes Nicholas Cage. Let him have his man crush. I do. I love Nicolas Cage. I was like, we're going to watch Renfield later this week. <laughs> but, so. Now the doctors are like, we're going to put him in a, a sensory deprivation tank. That's a good idea. Which is a fucking MRI machine. machine. Yeah. I, I thought, I was like, mm, okay. Um, what? What? Yeah, it's an MRI machine. Yeah. It's a, mm, okay. Mm, yeah. So you weren't buying that one either. I, I didn't I I literally said at the start of the movie I can objectively say when a movie that I love has problems <laughs> it doesn't mean that it sucks. I said it was fun. Yeah, you've done nothing but bitch. <laughs> it's fun to pick apart. This is gonna be our last episode, guys. Um, 
I'm getting kicked out of the band. <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be on VH1's newest reality show behind the podcast. <laughs> you know, it all started when Reese and Susie when Reese and Susie said that they hated it follows, and then and then they couldn't shut up about it for two straight years. <laughs> and then we went and we did uh, Darkness Falls, and Susie said it was fun, but her she may have said it, but. We're we're gonna join better lovers like the guys from Every Time I Die, <laughs> <laughs> minus Jordan and Andy, or Keith and Andy. Oh lordy! But uh, before we get to that scene, we have the scene where she hears Michael screaming and goes running to the to the room, and we Michael! see the, the nurse pounding on the bathroom door. I thought so, I was watching Halloween again. Michael! <laughs> well, actually, you know, I, I skipped a part. We see him sleeping, and he rolls over, and his arm falls into the darkness off the side of the bed. And then we hear old lady growls, and then we get this whole thing. And when Caitlin busts into the bathroom, we see he's clawed to fuck. Like, his arm is all shredded. Do you think maybe she collects the teeth because she has none of her own? And No, we see she got, like, at least three. She's <laughs> mad because she's trying to chew food that isn't the proper consistency, and the growls are her trying to not choke. Maybe. Like, did anyone ask her how she was feeling? I have a serious question. Yeah. Here's not a serious question. (laughs) Is her favorite band The Darkness? (laughs) (laughs) She believes in a thing called love. That's why she was so upset when the town didn't love her back. This is just the grinding of my thoughts. That was great. That you win. You win the podcast. <laughs> I just want to get your last two. <laughs> it's your two. It is for me. Oh. I want you to the WP. Holy shit! <laughs> I think that blew out the mic. I think my, my pl- I think my there was definitely a huge spike in volume. I think I think my plastic frames was cracked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if if the sound cuts out and then we cut back in, Susie yelled really loud. I screeched at the volume <laughs> at the frequency that shatters glass. <laughs> so now it's dark in here because all the light bulbs are broken. <laughs> uh, it's still light out. <laughs> but anyway. We cut to Caitlin. Now she's talking to the doctor about the sensory deprivation tank, saying that it'll force him to face his fears and see that there's nothing to be afraid of in the darkness. Um, you know, and she asks, you know, is, is there any other solution? He's like, well, we could put him on a bunch of aggressive medication and counseling, both of which might not work. It's like, she says. <laughs> so counseling is just out the window, huh? <laughs> we cut to the police station where Larry bails Kyle out. Kyle asks the cops where his flashlights are, and they tell him the lab isn't done with them yet. I love how important the flashlights are, but they never play a part. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the bag of flashlights that he comes to the town with. Then they get, you know, everyone brings up the bag of flashlights. He never gets to use them. They get taken by the cops. Now, here, he gets another bag of flashlights at the gun store, and those end up not being a thing either. Like it's Because they're left on the elevator. Right. It's just, why did we focus so much on the flashlights? But they never get used. It's very annoying. But, uh, so yeah, so they go to, like I said, they go to the gun store, get the flashlights, and the guy's like, how about a gun? And Kyle's like, no, I'm good. And then the guy goes to do something else, and he's like, yoink, and just steals the gun. And so they head back to the hospital as Larry berates Kyle for coming back, telling him that he's been trying to get Caitlin to move on for years. 
Back at the hospital, we see Caitlin signing the consent forms for the deprivation tank. Michael pleads with her not to do it, saying that if they put him in the dark, she'll get him. Back in the car, Larry explains to Kyle that they're not going to the hospital, that the doctors are going to fix Michael. They're going to stick him in a sensory deprivation tank and fix him. And Larry tells him that, uh, or I'm sorry, Larry tells him that, that basically if he's gone, then they can fix this kid. They start heading to the outskirts of town. Kyle pulls a gun on Larry, telling him to take him back to Michael. And this is where he's like, what if I don't, huh? <laughs> the tooth fairy flies in front of the car and he's like, what the fuck was that? And crashes into a tree. Like the fucking Mothman. <laughs> But I love how Kyle just is like, yeet, just goes flying out the window. And he's fine. Movie magic. Movie magic. Like his he, head he, went through a fucking windshield he, and he was okay. When he landed next to the tree, not in it. Okay. When he went through that windshield. If yeah. Any of us, we're dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your neck but is he, broke. For him, not, not a scratch. Movie magic. Well, how seriously though? Think about how many horror movies we oh, see car I hate, accidents. I hate that when it happens oh, it, in every movie. It's, it's, well, it's stupid. It's like the ticking clock trope that I yeah. hate so much. Car accidents in movies never—they either one of two ways: they never kill you, or the car bumps something and fucking explodes and everyone dies. Yeah. There's no in between. It's like, have you guys seen video of? People going through cars, or heard of people going through car windshields. Oh, they did. They're dead. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they, they did. But so they, Michael's like laying in the on the forest floor, like shaking the glass out of his head. And Larry's looking around. He's like, Michael yells, "Don't look at her!" And he goes, "Huh?" And looks up, and you see the tooth fairy come down and pull him out of the car. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, "I'm gonna take your car. Bye." Yeah. <laughs> Just steals Larry's car and takes off. And uh, as he's driving back. Broken window and all, his hair's not moving an inch. No, no, it's not. Well, because it's all pinned down with the glass. <laughs> it's all still in his scalp. <laughs> the glass and the... Um, the, the, the gravel? Gravel. That explains it. Do you use hairspray? No, I use glass and gravel. See, we answered the IMD... IMD no, was that the goof? I don't know. I, I think that was one of the goofs I read. But that his hair didn't move? His hair yeah. didn't move with the windows open. With the, uh, well, no windshield. So yeah, he gets he gets back to the hospital, and as they're putting Michael into the the MRI machine, and you hear inside the the machine, you hear her growling, waiting for him. Which that's creepy. I'm sorry, like the fact that she can that be part a, was scary. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere that there's dark, that she can just pop up and be like, "Peekaboo!" <laughs> like I don't like that. And I love how they stop it right where it's just his eyes. Yeah. And I you know she was. Like. She could have been scratching the fuck out of him because his arm fell in the darkness, and she scratched the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. So she could have just been in there, like scratching him like a kitty, just clawed him up like the arm of a chair. Rufus. <laughs> All right. But so Michael pops in, yells at him to stop the whole thing, and Caitlin's like, "Do it!" And so the doctor pulls him out. <laughs> I love it because Michael's standing there. He's like, "We're gonna get out of here," and the cops are like, "No, you ain't," and they just tackle him to the ground. <laughs> And Kyle gets arrested and brought back to jail. <laughs> so, <laughs> this time they're like, you know, you ain't getting out of here. And he's like, okay, let me tell you what really happened. It's like, so you know the story about well, the it's tooth fairy. It's funny. He's like, I'm going to try this. Yeah, he's like, let me try the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and of course they don't believe him. And he's like, how many unsolved murders have you had around here? Not just in the few years, but the last hundred. And how many involving kids? Suddenly the cop looks rattled. He's like, oh shit, how do you know? Like, we've been hiding dead kids for a long time in this town. Even that dumbass cop started to realize it. Right. 
So, and then suddenly the power in the entire town goes out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, movie's got a movie. Thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Thunderstorm. But how many times is there a thunderstorm and you don't lose all power? Third act thunderstorm. Of yep. course. Gotta have it. We haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> that's true. That's that's a that's a, a staple in most slasher films. It's not really a staple in a lot of supernatural films. Like Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street the one we did with the bus, I think it was just thunder clouds. It wasn't thunder and lightning. Was that part two? Yeah. About? Yeah. I think you heard some thunder, but you didn't see lightning or... No, I can't. There wasn't really a storm in any of the Nightmare movies. All the Friday the 13th movies have them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the Halloweens, just about. Um, But yeah, so... Basically, the the, the power goes out and then the generator kicks on. Michael's... Or, Michael... Kyle's freaking out because (laughs) he's, uh, you know, he's under one little teeny floodlight. (laughs) He's like, I'm shrinking, I'm shrinking, I'm shrinking. He's like, let me stay in the light. So now the cops start... They, I actually do really like this part. The cops start investigating, trying to see if they can turn the power back on. And there's, like, all these little jump scare moments. <laughs> you think the one cop... No, no, no. I love it because you think the one cop gets killed and they come running. He's like, tell, like, tell O'Brien I shot his dog. <laughs> like, what? So he just killed some random dog off camera. Well, I'm glad it was off camera. I know, because you yeah. don't kill the dog. But... So, one by one, you know, the cops are looking around the, the place. Matilda Dixon gets in there and starts killing everybody. And then they're just shooting in the air. And he's like, stop shooting. Oh, no, that's in the hospital. No, it's no, here. No, it's here. Yeah. He goes, stop shooting the lights. Stop shooting. They're like, pew, 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 pew. I love right before that whole thing starts off, there's the one douchebag fucking with the flashlights that Kyle has. And he's shining it on him. He goes, oh, is she gonna get me? And he goes, yeah. Look, <laughs> he's just deadpan. Yeah. Because he's sick of these fucks. <laughs> he's like, I didn't even, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Exactly. And so, so yeah, like you said, she's flying around, like forcing them to shoot the lights out. And he's yelling, stop shooting. She's making you shoot the lights. And one by one, she kills everybody in there except for Matt, the, mm-hmm. the deputy. The guy from Blindside. Dad! Yeah. <laughs> His dad gets killed too. <laughs> Oh, man. So, basically, uh, Kyle gets the, the keys off the one dead officer, gets himself out, and the two take off. Cut to the hospital where they're on generator power. Michael makes Caitlin hide under the bed with him while the tooth fairy is in the room. So, you can hear her growling. I love it because Caitlin's like, come out of the, come out from under there, Michael. And he's like, no, you get under here. And then she hears him. And she's like, okay, I'll go under there. <laughs> you know what? I didn't notice if she was wearing sensible footwear at all. I wasn't paying attention. Hmm. I, I almost never look at their shoes. You know what? I'm not going to go back and watch it, though, just to you find should. that out. You really should. <laughs> oh, what? my stomach's starting to hurt. Where'd you put in that food? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you'll be watching a lot of It Follows, sir. Uh, <laughs> I got the little eye clamps ready for you. Um, but yeah, so I love it because they're hiding under the bed, and suddenly the bed goes flying across the room, and they're like, we out? And they just take off running. So now we have this entire uh, chase sequence where the Tooth Fairy is chasing them down the darkened corridors, like dodging between the lights. And they get to the elevator and they're trying to get the elevator open as she's slowly coming down the hall. And then the elevator opens and Kyle pulls him in and throws a flare at her. I do love Matilda Dixon's uh, response when she gets hit with the flare because she's like, ah, fuck, and just takes off. 
Like the way she jumps around. Because it's fire. No, But it was really funny. Had they done that. <laughs> exactly. So now, of course, we get the, the other popular early 2000s trope of horror in an elevator. Where they're trying to like... Horror in an elevator. <laughs> Oh, horror yeah, didn't... Or, horror yeah. I, was, horror. I think she said horror. Yes. <laughs> they're really living it up while they're going down. Yeah. Devil came out in the early 2000s, didn't it? Yep, and also we had Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think there was another one. Oh my god, there's there's one where I'm thinking of an office building where a couple people are trapped in an elevator and trying to get out, and they have the, the slicey moment. I want to say someone's hands get taken off. <gasps> Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, and I can't think of the movie. <laughs> But yeah, that, that was like another trope that we saw several times in the mm-hmm. early 2000s. So yeah, so they're in the elevator. You know, the Tooth Fairy flies down the elevator shaft, bashes into the elevator, gets it stuck, and now it's stuck between floors. They get the doors open, and they're trying to climb out. There's the doctor and the one nurse trying to help them. And of course, you know, they get Michael out, then they get Caitlin out, and then Kyle gets out right before she cuts the wires and the elevator falls with the flashlights inside. Wah, wah, wah. And he's like, did anyone think to grab the flashlights? They're like, no. And he's like, oh, fuck. So now we get the the great escape from the hospital <laughs> where they have to dodge between the lights. And I love the one nurse who hasn't seen the Tooth Fairy yet. She pops out to get the jump scare. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm calling the cops. And he's like, they're dead. She's like, well, all of them? <laughs> that's the one that gets thrown up against the wall yeah and then then they're running and can we talk about how she could barely walk mm-hmm. but then kyle's like all right we all have to jump and she can jump the first flight of stairs oh she doesn't she tries she don't make it i thought it was the other nurse no, who got she it first scared. no the, she the, gets scooped up the old the, you're talking about the old lady who gets thrown into the wall the young nurse is the one that popped out yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the old nurse, it, it, the doctor and Kyle are helping her walk after the tooth fairy bashes her up against the wall. And he's saying that they have to jump between the stairs. Because now, the stairwells, just the platforms are lit up. So the stairs are dark. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> you think that he'd want the stairs lit up. Yeah. Um, so they're going to jump from floor to floor. And the three of them jump. He goes, let's not give her multiple targets. You know, and they all jump. And then she swoops in and <laughs> grabs the old lady. And she's like, I'll never forget you. It <laughs> just gets taken away. <laughs> she was the slowest one to fall. <laughs> Gravity was not on her side. So then they go to jump again, and the the freaking um, the one doctor get he gets slammed against the wall, but she doesn't get she doesn't take him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot what happened to the young nurse. She says something, and, and Dixon grabs her. I don't she remember. Probably what. said. I think she just dick. scoops her up. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She's like, she didn't see her yet. She should have been like, I didn't see her yet. I'm out and just left like the other patients. That's true. But no, she looked around until she saw her and then she gets killed. So yeah, so now they're being cornered by the Tooth Fairy and this is where Matt flies in through the front door with the Jeep and shines the light on her and scares her off. He just knew they were there. He had this intuition. He was was waiting. And he timed it perfectly so he didn't hit anyone. Yep. I don't know. He he looked like he almost hit Kyle. Kyle was dodging out of the way of that. He knew Kyle would do that. Yeah. And he's like, he's badass enough. He'll do that. Yeah, he's like, he killed his mom. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah. So they all pile into the car and take off. They're heading off to the lighthouse because there's a gas generator. And they got a bunch oh, of gas cans. Two gas cans. Two gas cans. <laughs> this is no gas less as a week. <laughs> what? What? The, the light doesn't use that much gas. <laughs> uh, oh, Mike knows. He went to the... He went to no, the I'm just saying. I can imagine it doesn't use that much gas. It's a light. 
It's, it's a, a high light. Po- it's a high-powered light. Yeah. It's just a light. <laughs> but anyway. Right, anyone in Maine, listeners. <laughs> Let us know the accuracy of how many gas can... Come on. <laughs> you guys are just looking for stuff. How big are the gas can? How many gallons? <laughs> you guys are just looking for it's, stuff. It's two of the small ones. <laughs> it's the little ones you buy for your, like, your lawnmower. <laughs> Not even for your... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what movie they watch, folks, because you, you clearly see the gas cans in the movie. <laughs> and they're full-size gas cans. This will last us at least a week. <laughs> so as they're they're driving to the, the lighthouse, she, I love it because the doctor's like, we should just stay in the car. We're safe here. Window breaks. He gets yanked out. He's like, I'm going to think. So he's gone. So then she starts attacking the car left and right, and they shine a flashlight on her. She goes away. And they get to the lighthouse. Pour the gas into the into the generator. Oh, snap. There's a leak in the gas line. Yep. Well, that's the thing. First of all, it's starting. They're like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, There's we, a snake in my boots. Somebody gotta, cut the gas line. We only have these kerosene lanterns that are going to last for five more minutes. <laughs> they shouldn't have let them in the car. They should have grabbed the wind-up ones. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a poor town. <laughs> it really is. They couldn't afford the $5 more for the wind-up ones that last longer. <laughs> oh, man. So they, yeah, they, they figure, Mike and, uh, Mike, Jesus. Matt. Kyle and Matt. Yeah, I'm getting the names all fucked up. Kyle and Matt decide they're going to go back down and try to figure out what's going on. They see gas is leaking out everywhere. Well, and Matt, there's like Matt had to be persuaded to go down. That's, that's true. true. They see that the gas line is tied off with like a shirt. <laughs> it's like a sleeve of I a plaid shirt. I was going to say shirt. like a surgical dressing. <laughs> like this has happened before. I just picture the old lighthouse keeper just like, well, and just rip part of his shirt off and tie oh, it dude. up. That's what happened. And then he died of the cold in the winter. Indeed. Because he cut up all his shirts. <laughs> so they're trying to tie it off. And of course, you know, she swoops in, gets Matt. Bye bye, Matt. Kyle gets knocked down to the floor where he's laying in a puddle of gas, soaking it into his shirt, which will come in back. <coughs> and so they get the, you know, they, they try to get the light turned on, but it, it didn't start at first, right? Am I remembering this correctly? No, it didn't start at first. And then the kerosene lantern, like, goes out Runs on top. out. But then, oh, Michael is the little boy, right? Yeah, he's okay, got the Okay, because now stick. I can't keep names straight. <laughs> right. He, like, cracks the glow stick. It was like, what, bitches? But then you see her, like, floating around the outside, like, that ain't gonna keep me away. She's like, let the body sit the floor. Let the body sit the floor. As she flies in, and Caitlin does. Like, there is no way, no way mm-hmm. that she could have walked away from that with no... no... Well, she she fell, like, two flights. Right. And landed on Kyle. I've fallen down in a parking lot before, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're old. We're not in our 2030s. Because they were 20s, but, you know, actually in their 30s. Oh, boy. But, so yeah, so now they're trying to try to get the light turned on. And they're, Michael is the only one that's small enough to, like, fit between the pipes to turn on the light. Matilda's getting closer as the kerosene is burning down. So it's like, she don't get us. I love that because Kyle's, like, screaming as Matilda's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Like, her finger was getting closer and closer to his face. <laughs> Michael t- turns on the light, she freaks out, flies away. They get back up to the top, they're like, okay, we're safe now. And she's like, the fuck you are, and grabs him and yanks him up above the light. 
Mm-hmm. Now, this is the part where it is lightning ferociously out there and not affecting her whatsoever. True, but she was up in the ceiling where it was dark. We mm. see that it was dark. Mm. <laughs> she did the same thing at all. You guys don't pay attention, I swear to God. <laughs> we see the same damn thing in the hallway at the beginning. There's the light in the bathroom. She's above it in the darkness. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys don't know what you're talking about. Oh, a- we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Listeners, they don't know what to talk about. Um, this is an episode, definitely an episode where I wish we had a video. This is an episode where I'm thinking I'm gonna call it quits. <laughs> you don't really mean that, do you? No, I'm fucking with you. Keep going, Maurice. Let's see if we can get him there. <laughs> yeah. We're almost at the end of the movie. <laughs> never again are we covering a movie I like. Um, <laughs> we're never covering a movie Susie likes either. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, no Hellraiser? Nope. Actually, you know what? I'll behave. I'm going to veto all the Hellraiser movies from this point forward. <laughs> the only one we're allowed to watch is the, the, the we one already that we watched already covered. It. We'll watch it again. We'll, we'll make an annual tradition of that and Blood Rage. Ready? Ready? End of Pet Cemetery. No fair, no fair. <laughs> no fair, no fair. So, Matilda Dixon carries Kyle up above the light. He kicks it. It starts sparking. He sets his gasoline-drenched arm in front of him. Just his arm. Yeah. He was laying his entire side. But again, we saw that. Where we see the puddle. We see his arm land in it. We didn't see him in the puddle. We saw where the puddle was. You guys don't pay attention. Not, not the rug. Okay, ready? Is your cat supposed to be looking anything out of there? Oh, yeah, that's that's a drinking fountain. fountain. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a little cat fountain. Okay. Also, not to interrupt, but have you heard of a science term called osmosis? <laughs> yes, I have. He was down there long enough for it to... He'd be looking like Matilda. (laughs) So he lights it on fire. He goes, I see you, bitch, and punches her in the face. And then her mask shatters and all the teeth of the dead children fall off to the ground. And she lights on fire and explodes. In a poof of fairy dust. And then the the storm stops. Pretty much. And then they're just sitting there like, well, that sucked. And then we cut to a suburban home. This is the dumbest fucking ending in a long ass time. I was like, what the fuck? No jump scare? No nothing? Nope. No, because they knew we're not going to do a sequel. Nope. They didn't need to. It was perfect. Mm. Uh, So we get the the suburban home where we see a dad like telling his son, you know, put this under your pillow and remember, don't peek. And the kid's like, I'm going to peek. Well, he goes to bed. Then he hears something. He's like, Tooth fairy? And his mom just pops out of the darkness. I know. She just like... Ju- ju- like, was she fucking was, hiding in the closet? That was the jump scare. The mom jumps <laughs> Was mom trapped weirdo. in the closet? She was. R. Kelly was in there, too. She was just like, boop. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's just me. Go to bed. And then she slips some change under his pillow and, and takes, takes the, the tooth. tooth. And cue the early 2000s rock music. You know? And end. <laughs> Can you take me home? <laughs> What in the creed was that? That was fucking great. (laughs) Maurice wins the singing competition for this episode. Oh, Lord Almighty. (laughs) Like, I can't even do look look at this photograph because Maurice just killed it with creed. Oh, fucking creed. I hate creed. Speaking of someone that's lost all their teeth. (laughs) 
Oh, lordy. Ooh. But, yeah, we have pretty much covered just about every bit of trivia that was in the, the trivia section uh, throughout the throughout this film. So and, and me and Susie covered the, goof, the goofs. <laughs> the goofs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so clearly these two hooligans don't like this movie. Bastards. I was hoping for a better a better word like Weisenheimers. <laughs> Fucktards. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. I already called you chuckle fucks. That's so. true. <laughs> this was a fun episode to to record, wouldn't you agree, Reese? I, agree. I have not had any fun today. <laughs> um Well, you're gonna go to work soon. <laughs> Macy so. and Creed, that was not fun. <laughs> nope. That was a lot of nope. fun. I hated it. <laughs> That was the highlight of this episode for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, so apparently I'm no longer going to cover movies I like with these two. Um, what happens to everybody? Are they just, like, stuck in the fucking lighthouse? Like... Okay. Because apparently... Let's, let's, face let's, let's, let's face it. Let's examine this. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Kate falls, like, two fucking stories and lands on her goddamn back. Uh-huh. She is at least a quadriplegic. Okay. Kyle... Has his arm burned off. Has his arm burned off. Like We, it's just we a, see him put out the fire, but okay. It's a nub. You can't see the nub. <laughs> no, we, we see it. We, we purposely He's starting to look like Darth Vader. And Michael <laughs> takes on the mantle of the Tooth Fairy. Okay. So let's examine the ending of Hellraiser for a moment. No. What what happens to, to Kirsten there? Like, uh, you know, the fucking hobo turns into a bone dragon and blows everything up. How is she alive in the second movie? We're talking about... No, no, no. We're, we're talking about a movie you like now. <laughs> Because we want to examine things so closely. Well, there was a sequel to explain that. No, no, it never explained it, actually. It just showed that she was not in the same place anymore. Well, we saw it off camera. We no, we did we, we, How we see it off camera if it's off camera? What are you seeing if it's off camera? Use your imagination. Ah, it was so a, in other words, it's, I like it, therefore it works. It was a deleted, deleted scene. Ah, yeah. one of those unseen things right. by anyone. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to examine movies closely now. Let's look. Start pulling this shit out. Oh, what's that? You like Dario Argento, right? Let's let's start attacking Don't some of those. Don't you dare! Oh, there's plenty to talk about with those movies. How he made the doors <laughs> in Suspiria, the doorknobs really high, so it looked like they were all little girls. <laughs> oh, bunch of rat bastards ruining my fun. I think this made it more funner. Not for me. Um, so let's get into the social media before I cancel everything. <laughs> wow we, somebody hopped on the woke bus <laughs> somebody's on the pissed bus um so we're the boogeyman's closet on both facebook and instagram maurice handles our twitter what is that good sir don't tell him because he doesn't want to do it no more at boogeyman's the boogeyman's <laughs> the we're also part of the rad pantheon network so check out radpantheon.com for all of the other podcasts in our little network um, we also have a Patreon. It's recently been updated, so check it out if you're interested. It's $3 a month for all of our unedited episodes, and the higher tiers get you stuff in the mail and birthday episodes and all that fun stuff. Um, our next episode, for anyone that wants to watch it, will be 183. It's going to be Final Destination, the Rube Goldberg of horror movies. So I love that movie. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a really long time, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, we're going to have some revenge fun. It's bad. So anyway... Come on, here's Devin Salalala. It's yeah, what's, what's the he Friendly been, Ghost. What's he been doing lately? Chucky? I don't know. Oh, is he in Chucky? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to say Coke and heroin, but... <laughs> so he was in that movie Black Friday, which was not good. 
Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll wrap it up here. <laughs> before, <laughs> before we're canceled. Oh, look, we're almost at the runtime of the movie. Cue the credits. <laughs> and with that, I am Mike Alvarez. You won't be hearing from me again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. Thank you.